0: podcast I'm a mum fix my life. I have got Stacey Marsden here with me today and we're going to be talking about so many interesting hacks for your finances because Stacey has embarked on a journey to financial freedom and she's going to give us mums in particular single mothers some tips from her own experience about budgeting for this special COVID-19 edition of the podcast. But before we do that, it would be great to hear from you, Stacy, and about your journey to financial freedom. So tell us more because I'm really intrigued about this.
1: Thank you. Um yeah I'm a mum of two. I have a six and eight year old. I once upon a time used to be very good with my money. Um having children certainly made me fall off that bandwagon and got really poor with my spending. Um, open credit cards with lovely high interest rates and really just we had decent incomes but it was disappearing and I knew that that was a lot of it was my fault. I was frivolously spending thinking I needed all the things I saw on social media and all the things everybody else has and really came to a head about a year ago now where I just obviously sick and tired of always worrying about money always having that constant background panic of where was how we were going to cover everything not being able to have those big goals because I could barely afford to keep the shopping coming in let alone save for a new car or a holiday or any of those bigger things we like to aim for yeah so yeah just got fed up of it and uh, yeah, just decided to really take it back to grassroots, write it all out. Started really um, binging on YouTube channels about it all, and therefore really got into the whole financial freedom budgeting journey. Of it all. And I
0: noticed from your profile that you're saving for Christmas, um, and that's something I have done in the past, where I have a direct debit set up for like £20 a month and then at the end of the year you've got some extra cash to buy some presents yeah.
1: I think as mums we're desperate to give our children those Christmases to remember for us, for our children, for our wider family as well and it's not nice to stress about Christmas. It's everyone wants that idyllic feeling at Christmas that you just really have your family close and everything's nice and cozy and wonderful. It's so stressful as a parent if you're worrying about how you're going to fulfil that want for your child or that idea you've got in your head. Um, yeah, so again, I, I, I do like to go big at Christmas. We do like to be spoil ourselves and our children and our families. <laughs> so in order to do that, I need to make sure I'm clever with my pennies. And I just thought, for me, it means a lot. So a um, little challenge to... Make a little bit of extra side hustle with all the receipt scanning apps, any cashback I could possibly get online, to all, uh, that sort of challenge at Target, um, and yeah. to make sure to remind myself to do it every single opportunity I got to see how much I could get up to really.
0: Just on your profile, you had a it curry as well, and you got a coupon um, on your. So that was that's really good to know. And did you start your journey uh, officially, kind of at the end of tail end of last year?
1: Yeah, I'd say August last year. I am um, really started to look at it. I think I made my profile in about September, mm-hmm. when I realised that I like that accountability that the account gives me, and it also makes me strive a little bit harder to save and you just kind of feel like someone out there is watching so and and other people are I get so many tips that way as well well, it's really helpful.
0: I've seen a lot of other mothers profiles as well they have a similar profile and this is a whole new world and it was just interesting to see that and so as you say being accountable is really really useful because you've got someone to answer to you know that you have Mm -hmm. so to speak out there who are watching what you're doing And also learning. And as I saw your profile, I thought, yeah, actually, that's making me think about making some savings myself. Really topical issues about budgeting. So I have a few questions that my mum would love to ask you. And I spoke to one mum in particular, and she spoke about um, COVID-19. She has more than her usual budget. It's gone up to £150 a month. So, for example, the supermarkets own brands. So in comparison to the actual brands that are kind of like mainstream. So what's happening is, as she's shopping online now, they're no longer available, the brands that she wants. So now her budget obviously has gone up. So um, we just need to find some ways to just um, help the mums, including me as well, Um, experience. So I came across an article um, and it also listed... Something similar to what we're talking about. It had 12 ways to help single parents balance their outgoings as well and also save. So it'd be great if you could offer some tips from some of the questions that um, I'll ask and we can kind of go through that from your own experience. So um in terms of reviewing your income for example committing to a monthly spending budget mums might still have out- outgoings such as loans or they may have a retainer fee t- for childcare as well what would your advice be for them in terms of reviewing their income is that the first thing you'd actually encourage them to do
1: Yeah definitely I think one of the, mm, the things that really helped me is obviously writing it down on paper I found Everyone's different with this, but I found that writing on an Excel spreadsheet or writing in the notes section on my phone didn't make it sink in so much. Mm -hmm. So finding that way that really makes your spending and the money that you have or don't have tangible is very helpful. So for me, it was going back to pen and paper, writing down what I had to spend and every time I spent. and within that also dividing up my bank account so a lot of bank accounts now allow you to open multiple little savings pots a very easy access of switching money in and out of them so being able to divvy my money out and name that pot for example i don't know food or bills or of the kids savings clothing being able to put put my money out of my main current account and pull it where I wanted it to go and not just get spent or taken out and that's really helped me because I thrive off of seeing my money grow even if it's in tiny little amount I want to keep that certain little amount there and not see it disappear on something that I'm not Thinking consciously about spending, also so, making spending tangible in whatever way works for you.
0: Yes, and as, as you mentioned that like on my bank account, I have a, a cycle of how much I spend, so I've got an idea of how much is going to come out at a certain amount of time and how much mm-hmm. needs to be in the account. So that's really useful. And as you say, this I have another account where I can look at allocating spend to bills. So it's always always good. And one thing I also use. Go to the bank and print off all of my direct debits and I also had an excel sheet and that really made me think about how much I've been spending but I'm going to actually try that again because I've been I've lost my way slightly so I'm going to go back to after this conversation.
1: Lockdown is not, it, not easy with spending because it feels very survival mode doesn't it and you just yeah I've had to also really try to work out new ways of tracking my spending because we don't want to be handling cash once upon a time I would have said cash envelopes but during this we don't want to be handling a lot of cash so new ways of looking at
0: it. You've also touched on it again creating that monthly spend budget as well for example and what about avoiding late fees as well that's a useful thing as well for for parents to also realize because you get that interest if you've got credit cards and things my only question on that one is: What if you're not making enough to pay those bills? Like, what can you actually do? Like, what do you do?
1: So, it that would be that is really hard. Um, I'd say the the best thing I've found for quick, not is, is semi regular money is some of these um survey apps. Yes, and um, they can pay out very small amounts quickly into your PayPal or directly into your account. Um, One of the best ones I've found so far is Vox Pop Me, Mm -hmm. which um, I've very quickly built up 10 pounds maybe every week or so. And that can help you to build, if you then pull that back into your current account, I'm still trying to build it myself, is building a current account buffer which is something I've heard from a lot of people, it's something I'm trying to do myself, is always having a £50, pounds, let's say, in there, just in case there is a bill that's slightly higher than you thought it would be, just in case there is a fee you forgot about, that pulls out of that rather than pushing you into the red. But I think with reminders in terms um for reminding us to pay our bills on time. I I found it very helpful to have a calendar, one month calendar printout, and I will list my bill dates on there and highlight them. And if I have that around or I input that into my phone as well to alert me the day or two days before, because my goodness, I have been pulled up on this in the past so much. I've spent hundreds of late fees Look, at the Um, end of the year,
0: it's so expensive. I've had that before, and it was like, about maybe £500. And sometimes we take it for granted by knowing, we think, oh, it's only £3 here and there.
1: But it does. It adds up quick. And I think the best, if you do get a late fee, and it is amongst your first time, or it's not a regular thing, the best thing you can do is to jump on the phone. Sometimes, especially for single parents, single mums, they, that companies can be understanding not everyone will be and not everyone's nice but it is worth a phone call just to find out if you can get that late fee refunded that can really help they can be understanding at times not everyone is but they can be and it's worth a phone call just in case
0: and they also have the disclaimers, most of the banks or the organisations, whether they're utility companies, um, they do have a special helpline or email address, they always have that facility. And we seem to have skipped through all of the questions uh, so far, so I'm up, we're up to halfway now. So we spoke about coupons, what about comparing prices online? What's your kind of experience with that? Because I see that you've been doing that already.
1: I am I am a real bargain, bargain hunter. I do quite methodically if there's a specific item I want I will check a lot of websites as much as I can and um, try to do I mean the internet is now amazing for looking up items to comparison uh, to compare prices on Um I, ha- I have a really hard time that very few times I've bought something and then seen it cheaper elsewhere. And yeah. in that times, I have sometimes emailed the retailer or mm-hmm. Amazon, for example, and said, look, I've just seen this cheaper elsewhere, but I bought from you. Can you now price match? And do you know what? Sometimes I have had that difference refunded. Fun to make, actually,
0: because it is annoying. Because you, you could spend – I was um, an eyebrow trimmer – um, obviously we we're on lockdown and it was difficult for me to go and get my eyebrows. At the yeah. So um, I went online and spent hours looking around and I managed to yeah. find the best. I had to read all the reviews and I settled on one and it was half price. And I was really impressed with that. But then I ended up purchasing by accident the wrong product because it was how it was. Then oh, as soon as I emailed the firm, they gave me a refund straight away. Brilliant. And that was u- useful. Yeah.
1: I think that's one of my things always worth an ask and if for example say Amazon had a certain something that was half the price of using on another website but Amazon was out of stock ask that website if they'll price match because they want your business too Uh, and everyone's obviously knows that they need to compete with places like Amazon it's always worth an ask yeah. Um, cashback 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 always see if you can go through a cashback app my goodness those amounts can be tiny sometimes but they add up so quickly and so much i think i'll probably be on track this year if i am good about remembering to earn about 300 pounds just by going through one cashback site so yeah it's worth it every single time
0: well, that's really good because I have got the paper base for a supermarket for their loyalty scheme and I've been meaning for ages to actually download all the apps for, you know, different cosmetic stores that I've been to. And so if it's on the phone, it's much easier and quicker and I need to do that because I tend to throw them away in recycling. I, I just need to stop doing that because all the points are there. Yeah,
1: it yeah. is. There, uh, it things like keeping receipts that you can get obviously there's so many ways to get points and extra amazon vouchers through these things again that will all go towards my christmas total because i will just go do a bulk of my shopping um during amazon's black friday deals um which is exactly what i did last year i managed to save just over 100 pounds just from doing it from august to november and um yeah it's, it's so worth it. I mean, it is a little bit of extra time, and I'm. It must be hard. It will be harder for those who are pressed for time. Yes. Because that is what they're relying on. They're relying on you spending that bit of extra time. But if you have it, then yeah. it's very worth it. I usually do my receipts in bed, watching the telly at night. That's usually when I remember to do them. So it's oh worth God. it. To God.
0: Yeah, so my next question is about buying used stuff online. So, you know, I've been online. There's, like, places like Marketplace, online, certain um, web social media sites, um, and just looking at used stuff or recycling of old furniture. What's kind of your view on on that as well for for parents who can't afford the top notch?
1: I can tell you that most of my furniture is Secondhand, I quite diligently use Marketplace or eBay or lots of the other secondhand apps, Gumtree, Spock. I'll always check them out. I have got some amazing bargains for just going through the apps. I got um in front of me now is a big IKEA Hemnes drawer set, oh. which I think is about two hundred and something pounds in the shop. I really wanted this specific drawer. Didn't want to go all the way to Ikea. Certainly didn't want to put the thing together myself. And I found it locally for 70 pounds. We picked it up, it looked as good as it does as it comes out of the box. And it will be with us for years to come. I have done up furniture, I've had a bureau in the past, but I not only bought secondhand did up and then I sold it back on when I was sort of needing the space back myself. So, yeah, I I constantly um, buy and sell on these uh, used sites. I think they're great for finding quality furniture. So, like the solid wood furniture that you will pay an absolute fortune for to buy new. Um, I have got quite a lot of those pieces. I either painted them or, you know, just really gone to town and put some love back into them. And they'll be pieces we keep for a very long time for now.
0: Refreshing them as you say, because um, a lot of people are buying products or furniture, they actually may not even be using them, they're, they're not mm-hmm. damaged, and um, there is a stigma oh no, I can't buy that because it's second hand. Mm-hmm. But it's like you buy it, and then as soon as you drive it off the forecourt, that's it, it drops, the price drops in value. So it's a right. thing, and as long as it's clean, there's always ways of saving money. What yeah. about going without? So this is a hard one with luxury kind of things that we like to buy and also in trips, things out and stuff like that. Like, What's your, the best option? Because it's, it's hard to say to children, I can't give you this at times. It can be heartbreaking. But it's just saying no. Like, how have you dealt with that as well? With things that are not very important, just luxury items.
1: Yeah, I think I have been in the past very guilty of spending too much on days out and expecting or believing that my children expected a certain level. And my goodness, if I mean, I, I started to learn it before lockdown, but if there was ever a time to learn it, it's lockdown. The amount that we've just enjoyed where we can walk to around us and it's obviously free, (laughs) is amazing. And we started to learn that before. I think looking locally is very important. There are a lot of little farms that want to open up. There is a lot that happens locally. Obviously, social media is amazing for finding local events that are so much cheaper than going on big days out or getting in the car and going off to a zoo that costs almost £100 to get into nowadays. (laughs) But again, if if and when you do want to do these big days out, I've taught my children that literally we do big days out when mummy's club card points allow us to buy the tickets so they are, they, to be honest, if they don't know any different, they are just waiting for mummy's cub card points to get up so that we can buy those tickets. Um, and that's how they see buying the tickets. Um, we're lucky that we're close to London. So before lockdown and but after lockdown, we're fortunately only a train ride away. And therefore the train is the only thing I'm spending on. We take yeah. our lunch we go to museums, uh, we go to Hamley's for the spectacle or if you have any pocket money, there's no big toy purchase there. Those places are, you know, they're an attraction in themselves and that's kind of what I want to teach my children that London or some of the, any of these days out is not about going to go buy, it's about going and what can we see. Um, And that, I think, I was guilty of always thinking that they had to have a physical something to take away from days out um, it's
0: more of an experience for them yeah. rather than as you saying going away with something physical so that is yes. really useful for them and it you also teach them skills for life about saving yes. and understanding that everything that you see that you shouldn't always buy um, and then it makes you think about making savings and understanding what's valuable and what isn't valuable. We've touched on all the subjects about having savings and transferring money automatically from one account to the other, enrolling in loyalty schemes as well, um, planning your meals. That's that's really useful because someone asked a question about mm-hmm. that. But um, also about doubling up and cooking and freezing food for a later day. Is that something that you try as well with planning your meals
1: for the family? Mm-hmm yeah i have learned a lot about this recently i am got into i'm not i'm not die hard this but i got into the zero food waste movement okay which i am not religious about but i do not like to throw food away that is money i have spent that i am therefore putting in the bin so i learned a lot uh, on that and one of my biggest tips I suppose from the let's use up what we have and not waste what we do have would be to save and freeze as much as possible because a lot more can be frozen than we think I think especially if we are happy to save those leftover ingredients say cheese Mm -hmm. say cream in our cooking next time so if you think I had, for example, I had some Stilton that I, just, I wasn't going to use before its date. So I thought if I just chop it up, freeze it, and then I can make it a broccoli and Stilton risotto at a later date with it. Because I'm not going to defrost that and try and spread it on a cracker, it will still taste perfectly beautiful in the risotto. The other thing would be any veggie scraps. So parts of a pepper. If half a pepper goes bad, I'll put, chop up the other pepper and freeze it. Um, we find it really hard to use a whole um, carton of mushrooms. So oh. I'll also just chop those up and they also go <laughs> in the freezer. And then I batch cook. Um, it's called seven veg pasta sauce. This is how I stopped making buying any pasta sauce whatsoever. So I use all my veggie scraps, chop them up. Freeze them, and when I get enough, I literally chuck all my veggie scraps, anything and every veggie goes in there, literally, with canned chopped tomatoes, carton of passata, some herbs. Cook that for two hours, and then I blend it. And again, that all gets frozen, and that is my pasta sauce for probably a good six months. That's and a- just—it's—it's it's been really, really kids love it the kids have no idea how many vegetables I've chucked in there there's at least seven different vegetables in this sauce obviously it saves me money Um, and I'm not buying obviously some of those pasta sauces are amazing and lovely but we don't know what's hidden in them Uh, and I'm no health guru when it comes to uh, food eating but at the same time if I can save money and it be healthier then I'm all for it.
0: No, I totally agree on that, and um, I do like pasta sauces. But I've started to make my own bread now. I would say that's so, nice.
1: I need to try that.
0: That's really nice, and I do like a kind of like a stew. So um, I've made like pure vegetables with potatoes, mm-hmm. I think, um, in just really nice and simmered down, and that just cooks really quickly. I've even got yeah. some. like to say for lunch as well and to freeze as you said because you can't sometimes you may overcook even taking it to work as well
1: I I have fend for yourself days (laughs) I don't like to cook from scratch every single day so we generally have at least one if not two fend for yourself days a week which is basically you look in the freezer you look in the fridge for leftovers and that's what we're eating you anything and everything that's left and do you know what sometimes they're the kids favorite days because they know they might have some leftover chicken a mummy might have a few potato waffles at the back of the freezer they get random might get random stuff still perfectly healthy still perfectly good for a dinner or two and I am making a meal or two out of nothing because yeah. we're just eating out what we have
0: Oh, well, that's amazing to spend for yourself days. I think I'm going to try that myself. I do like the fact that you've got two days.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has to, or it probably, Yeah, it definitely ends up being two, especially when before all this, you're on your weekly timetable. It can be so busy. You just have to be like, right, what is in the fridge? Let's have it.
0: Let's go for it. Well, we have covered everything including packed lunches and days out so thanks for joining me Stacey you're such an inspiration I really feel inspired to start saving and getting that spreadsheet out again i am definitely going to yeah, do it.
1: This helps me keep on track and motivate myself like going forward.
0: So um, if any mum's in need of any advice there's also a range of resources which we've also discussed already such as gov.uk or the Citizens Advice Bureau as well if they are feeling um. Uh, like they can't cope and they need any advice or support and there's family and friends as well and that's something useful that um, I'd like to end on so um, these are like really inspiring kind of tips that we can then impart to other parents and in particular single mums as well so thank you so much for sharing your experience with me Stacey.
1: Thank you I've loved it really enjoyed it.